This is a Real Presence Radio News Link. The Diocese of Fargo is resuming the celebration of public masses beginning today. However, certain safety protocols must be followed to make this possible. Those include social distancing, receiving communion on the hand, and limiting the number of persons admitted to each church at any given time. You can read Bishop Fulta's, Bishop Fulta's full statement with directives online at fargodiocese.org. Beginning Wednesday, the Bismarck Diocese will also be resuming public masses. Like in Fargo, certain directives must be followed in parishes. Bishop Kagan's letter with the revised directives for celebrating the Mass and sacraments can be found online at bismarckdiocese.com. And in South Dakota, Bishop DeGroot of the Diocese of Sioux Falls and Father Michael Malloy of the Diocese of Rapid City are working on a plan for resuming public Masses once social distancing and hygiene practices are in place at each parish. Specific dates have not been determined, but will not be before May 15th. And in Minnesota, public masses continue to be suspended following an extension of the stay-at-home order by Governor Tim Walz. The extension lasts until May 18th, and this has been an RPR Newslink. Real Presence Live. It's this really powerful sense of, okay, you're seen, you're known, you're missed if you're not here. Local. It's that good crop of corn or beans or wheat or whatever it is that you do that, you know, you grow it, you grow it to the Lord, and if it doesn't come about, you just have to be patient and say, well, there's always next year. Engaging. Evangelization is the fruit of the love of God being poured into the hearts of Jesus' friends. Live. This is our charism, to be witnesses of Jesus' real presence in the Eucharist. Good morning and welcome to Real Presence Live this morning, coming to you from the Diocese of Duluth, from Holy Spirit Church in Virginia, as we celebrate Mass with Father Brandon Moravitz. Christ, having risen from the dead, dies now no more. Death will no longer have dominion over him. Alleluia. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Lord be with you. My dear friends, all of you out there listening to this Holy Mass, we begin this day by being reminded of God's divine mercy. Wherever you're at in your life right now, I invite you now to beg God for his mercy in the quiet of your hearts. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. You were seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Let us pray. O God, perfect light of the blessed, by whose gift we celebrate the Paschal mysteries on earth, bring us, we pray, to rejoice in the full measure of your grace for ages unending. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. The apostles and the brothers who were in Judea 
heard that the Gentiles too had accepted the word of God. So when Peter went up to Jerusalem, the circumcised believers confronted him saying, you entered the house of uncircumcised people and ate with them. Peter began and explained it to them step by step saying, I was at prayer in the city of Joppa when in a trance I had a vision, something resembling a large sheet coming down, lowered from the sky by its four corners, and it came to me. Looking intently into it, I observed and saw the four-legged animals of the earth, the wild beasts, the reptiles, and the birds of the sky. I also heard a voice say to me, Get up, Peter, slaughter and eat. But I said, Certainly not, sir, because nothing profane or unclean has ever entered my mouth. But a second time, a voice from heaven answered, What God has made clean, you are not to call profane. This happened three times, and then everything was drawn up again into the sky. Just then, three men appeared at the house where we were, who had been sent to me from Caesarea. The Spirit told me to accompany them without discriminating. These six brothers also went with me, and we entered the man's house. He related to us how he had seen the angel standing in his house, saying, Send someone to Joppa, and summon Simon, who is called Peter, who will speak words to you, by which you and all your household will be saved. As I began to speak, the Holy Spirit fell upon them, and it, was, and it had been upon us at the beginning. And I remembered the word of the Lord, how he had said, John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. If then God gave them the same gift he gave to us when we came to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, who is I to be able to hinder God? When they heard this, they stopped objecting and glorified God, saying, God has then granted life-giving repentance to the Gentiles too. The word of the Lord. A thirst is my soul for the living God. A thirst is my soul for the living God. As a hind longs for the running waters, so my soul longs for you, O God. A thirst is my soul for God, the living God. When shall I go and behold the face of God? A thirst is my soul for the living God. Send forth your light and your fidelity. They shall lead me on and bring me to your holy mountain, to your dwelling place. A thirst is my soul for the living God. Then will I go into the altar of God, the God of my gladness and joy. Then will I give you thanks upon the harp, O God, my God. A thirst is my soul for the living God. Alleluia. Alleluia. I am the good shepherd, says the Lord. I know my sheep, and mine know me. Alleluia. Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said, Amen, amen, I say to you, whoever does not enter a sheepfold through the gate, 
but climbs over elsewhere as a thief and a robber. But whoever enters through the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens it for him, and the sheep hear his voice. As he calls his own sheep my name, by name and leads them out. When he has driven out all his sheep, he walks ahead of them, and the sheep follow him, because they recognize his voice. But they will not follow a stranger. They will run away from him, because they do not recognize the voice of strangers. Although Jesus used this figure of speech, they did not realize what he was trying to tell them. So Jesus said again, Amen, amen, I say to you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who come before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep do not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved, and will come in and go out and find pasture. A thief comes only to steal and slaughter and destroy. I came so that they may have life and have it more abundantly. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. This morning I want us just to briefly consider one of those last lines of St. Peter in today's first reading. What does he say? He says, Who am I to hinder God? Who is I to be able to hinder God? Think about that. How humbling that must have been for Peter. There's kind of a repentance in that saying, oh my goodness, I was hindering what God could do. He knew the words of Jesus, Jesus saying, I make all things new. But yet in today's first reading, what's happening is, 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 is this reality of, can the Gentiles really be saved? Like there's this big debate taking place. Like, I thought this was just for the chosen people, the Jewish people. Can, can the Gentiles be saved? And there's this, 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 this intensity that's going on. And, and, and Peter all of a sudden realizes like, oh yeah. It's for everyone. Salvation is for everyone. Christ reminded us of that. Who am I to hinder someone from coming to the Lord? Who do you hinder from coming to the Lord? I think all of us have certain people in our life that we write them off. We're like, oh, they could never come to know Jesus. They're such a mess. Or that person has hurt me so much, I'm just going to give up on them. It could be children. It could be brothers and sisters. It could be parents. It could be neighbors. It could be family. It could be friends. People that you just write off and say, there's no way they could ever come to faith. There's just no way. Be honest with yourself and realize that, that sometimes we live that way. We doubt what God can do. We doubt that He can move in the most broken heart. We doubt that He can move in the most wounded soul. Do we really believe in the resurrected Christ? Let's make sure we don't hinder what God can do by our lack of faith. We can't hinder what God can do by our lack of zeal. Let's make sure we do not doubt what God can do. We do not want to hinder the work of God. Rather, we as disciples of Christ, we want to be these bridges to the Lord. 
We do not want to be obstacles to the Lord. And I think Peter realizes this today. He's just like, who am I to hinder? How can I be an obstacle? And that profound reality when he begins baptizing the Gentiles and they start having these profound experiences of the Lord, Peter's got to be thinking, whoa, look what the Lord can do. He can do this in anyone. Let's pray that we might have that sort of faith. That the Lord desires every soul. He thirsts for every soul. And let us not hinder any soul from coming to the Lord. At this Mass, my friends, wherever you are, at, whether you're in your car listening to the radio, whether you're in your homes, whether you're online watching this, whoever it is that you have written off in your life, whoever it is you think could never come to the Lord, I beg you to place them on this altar this morning. Let's lift them to the Lord. Let's pray that prayer of Peter. Who am I to hinder God? May the Lord stir in the hearts of those we have written off and bring them to the saving message of Jesus Christ. May God bless you. And may Jesus Christ be praised. now take a moment to turn to God our Father, the one who calls us his beloved sons and daughters, and we beg that he would hear and answer our prayers this day. We pray for the church. I pray for Pope Francis, that he may continue to lead us with humility and charity, reminding us to never hinder the word of God. For this we pray to the Lord. I pray for the Diocese of Duluth that God would bring us a good, holy, faithful, steadfast bishop. For whoever that man is that God will choose as our bishop, that he may now have his heart prepared to lead us as a diocese with holiness of life. For this we pray to the Lord. I pray for Real Presence Radio and all the supporters and benefactors of this radio station, that it may be used to bring the gospel and the teachings of, of Christ and his church to many, many throughout our nation. For this we pray to the Lord. I pray for anyone out there that, that may be struggling with life. You may, you may feel beat up. You may feel worn out. You may feel exhausted. You may want to give up. That you remember and you hear those words of Jesus. He makes all things new. That if you're, you're, you're struggling with life, that the Spirit of God may fall upon you and bring you refreshment and peace. We pray to the Lord. We pray for all those in our lives that, that maybe we've given up on, that we've written off, that we, 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 we doubt that, that God could actually work in their hearts and, and make changes. We pray for all those that we've given up on in our lives. We pray to the Lord. And I pray that everyone listening may, may, may come to, to know Jesus in the Holy Eucharist, to love him, to adore him, to receive him, and to, to recognize him in the breaking of the bread. For this grace, we pray to the Lord. I pray for anyone that's been away from the church for a long time, 
Anybody that may be hurting. That they may run to the sacrament of reconciliation and be reconciled with Christ and the church and come back into the fullness of our faith. For anyone out there who's fallen away from the faith, that you may hear the invitation to come home. We pray to the Lord. And we pray for all of our beloved dead. We pray for those who will die this very day. That at the moment of their death, they may see the light of God and truly live. For this we pray to the Lord. I pray for the parish here at Holy Spirit in Virginia, from Marquette Catholic School, that both our parish and our school may be a light in the midst of the darkness, and that God may continue to bless all parishes and Catholic schools and fill them with the life and zeal of the gospel. We pray to the Lord. Let's take a moment in the quiet of our hearts to present to the Lord all those prayers that are stirring within us right now. We pray to the Lord. God, our Father, you are a good Father. And every good and perfect gift comes from you alone. We come to you this day, crying out that you would fill us with your life and your grace, and that you would hear and answer the cries of our hearts. And we ask this in the name of your Son, Jesus, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. With humble spirit and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, O Lord, and may our sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Lord, wash me of my iniquity and cleanse me of my sin. Pray, my brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Receive, O Lord, we pray, these offerings of your exultant church. And as you have given her cause for such great gladness, grant also that the gifts we bring may bear fruit in perpetual happiness through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just. It is our duty and our salvation at all times to acclaim you, O Lord. But in this time, above all, to laud you yet more gloriously, when Christ, our Passover, has been sacrificed. By the oblation of his body, he brought the sacrifice of old to fulfillment in the reality of the cross. And by commending himself to you for our salvation, he showed himself as the priest, the altar, and the lamb of sacrifice. Therefore, overcome with paschal joy, every land, every people exalts in your praise, and even the heavenly powers with the angelic hosts sing together the unending hymn of your glory 
as they acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it. For this is my body, which will be given up for you. similar way when supper was ended he took the chalice and once more giving thanks he gave the chalice to his disciples saying take this all of you and drink from it for this is the chalice of my blood the blood of the new and eternal covenant which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins do this in memory of me mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly, we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis, our Pope, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with St. Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. And at the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin, and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior. 
Jesus Christ, for the kingdom and the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sin, but on the faith of your church and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us peace. Not bring me to judgment or condemnation, but through your loving mercy be for me protection in mind and body and a healing remedy. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sin of the world. Blessed are those who are called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof. But only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. May the body and blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. My dear friends that are listening to this Holy Mass this morning, the grace is found in the Eucharist from this altar in this church right now. Are ready to move into your hearts and into your lives. The Lord flows from this altar into your homes, into your cars, into your workplaces, wherever you are at right now. And in this moment, quiet our hearts and let's beg the Lord for holy communion with him. And I invite you in your homes and wherever you're at to pray this prayer with me. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things and I desire to receive, <coughs> receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Jesus, never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. Just take a moment right now. Just have holy communion with the Lord. Allow your heart and his heart to be united in this moment of silence.
Jesus stood in the midst of his disciples and he said to them, Peace be with you. Alleluia. Let us pray. Look with kindness upon your people, O Lord, and grant, we pray, that those you are pleased to renew by eternal mysteries may attain in their flesh the incorruptible glory of the resurrection through Christ our Lord. In the Diocese of Duluth, we have a tradition of praying our vocations prayer, and so we will do that now. Almighty Father, we beg you for an increase in religious vocations and holy marriages in our diocese. Help us to be generous. Choose from our homes those who are needed for your work and strengthen us with the courage to say yes and to follow you. Help us as a diocese, as a parish, as families to encourage and foster vocations to the priesthood, permanent diaconate, and consecrated life. We commend our prayers to our patroness, Mary, Queen of the Rosary, and ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Dear friends, thank you for joining us for Holy Mass this morning. Seek the face of the Lord today. He's in your midst, and he's so close to you. Present to the Lord anyone in your life that you find yourself writing off. The Lord wants to work in that exact person's life. Pray for them today, and expect miracles from the gift of God. The Lord be with you. With your spirit. Mighty God bless each and every one of you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Go in peace. Thanks be to God. Together we pray, St. Michael, the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our safeguard against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And to thou, the Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. That concludes today's Daily Mass. Up next, the healing power of Christ that helped one woman gain freedom from a life of drug use and illness. It's an amazing story. You don't want to miss it. Keep it right here. Real Presence Live continues next. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network.